They're not even real. You think hazelnuts are made? Where up? does a hazelnut grow? <laughs> Ever seen dude, a hazelnut tree? Dude, I can't answer where anything grows. Like, name any other nut or fruit. I don't know where it grows. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Do you want to hear our first message? Because it's it's arrived. We actually had a had a caller. We had a caller. Um. Whoa. <laughs> Kind of catching me off guard here. <laughs> Wasn't ready for this big reveal, but I you'll, guess yeah. you'll see why. Let's play it. Take a listen. Hi, Jeff. Uh, it's me. You know, I let that topical thing go a couple weeks ago, um, but I just koalas are marsupials. Like you should know that. Um. Okay, that's all. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Bye. That was. Your wife. That was my wife calling you out for not knowing that a koala is a marsupial. Yes. Which, like, I... Yes, I'm, I was very embarrassed to learn. <laughs> okay, first of all, nobody talks about the koala pouch. <laughs> Everybody talks about the kangaroo pouch. We all know that's the big famous marsupial. I, I mean, obviously, as soon as I Googled it, lots of images came up of disgusting koala pouches. All pouches are pretty gross, actually. All pouches are super gross. But I felt like at the time of recording, I was like, I'm pretty, like, I think, you know, you know how when you say something like that and the other person's like, no, and you just believe them because they're more confident than you? That's... Yeah, well, I almost believe they had hard noses because of you. <laughs> what the fuck is that? But also, as luck would have it, I listened to an episode of Every Little Thing, like two days after we recorded that, yeah. where they were talking about wombats, right. which are also mar. Well, she claimed they were mar- marsupials, right? And a listener called in and corrected her oh. that they're actually another thing, which I forget the word for. <laughs> but they do have pouches. Wombats do have pouches, but they also like lay eggs or something what okay. which is totally fucked up yeah that's totally something completely different but but anyways koalas so are you saying that marsupials are like a hot topic in the podcasting world? they are okay <laughs> they really are we've latched we've latched into content gold here yeah so here's what i don't get about the pouch baby comes out vagina yeah as per we're familiar with yeah somewhat yeah how does it know to fucking crawl crawl up yeah it's the fur it's mom's fur yeah and dive into this gross little skin pocket and just hang out there and just chill and start sucking on a little nipple it's really messed up and like it's like all instincts though like and it's how... so small like it, yeah it's it's a little it's like not a fully formed thing yet. no it's not yeah. done at all being cooked no like it comes out early sort of can't even see yeah it just blindly climbs up yeah into this pouch like if it was born into the pouch i could see that making so much more sense but no it has to transport itself yeah does the mother ever like pick it off and put it in or is that part of the is that an important part of the journey you gotta think that it would but i think i think you're right like if it if it can't figure it out on its own you don't want that yeah. You're not raising that baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's if it's going wrong this early in the process. Yeah. You're going to have to handhold it the whole time? No, I don't think so. Yeah. 
that's what i mean falls like, off in the dirt yeah and they're like fuck lost another one <laughs> um it is really messed up though that whole that whole process like is there like some sort of scent trail like how do they know how do they know what's north you know yeah it must be sense a good idea i like how the whole kicking off point for this was that we didn't know koalas are marsupials and now we're just randomly speculating about marsupials in general yeah like so much bro science (laughs) happening on this pod i feel like my wife might call in again and we'll just have to keep answering questions (laughs) all the way down it just turns into the koala cast (laughs) I, i wouldn't mind that that's fine with me honestly they are pretty much troves of like fun facts yeah yeah and it, that other thing that you said you could do a new a koala fact. like whatever the egg laying marsupial whatever that is yeah is that what a platypus is yes yeah there's only there's only like two of them yeah it's the mars it's the platypus and the wombat but no there's probably more and i totally fucked that up but <laughs> i was i was surprised that they said there was like 300 marsupials oh wow yeah that i was is like surprising. okay i knew about like maybe three yeah and one you didn't even know and, yeah one secret <laughs> one koalas the secret marsupial i'm not i'm not even convinced they were marsupials till like a week ago <laughs> i think david attenborough like retconned koalas <laughs> after hearing the pod just to fuck with me is he the arbiter of these things <laughs> is he not <laughs> is that in question you're right. That's a Attenborough question. designs animals. <laughs> we covered the zombie weapon of choice. Mm, yeah. We yeah. covered how you handle the world coming after you. Yep. But I don't think we've done your nuclear fallout scenario. What's your what's your emergence strategy? How do you emerge from your bunker? So first of all, I'm not prepared for the bomb it's to be dropped at all. So I'd probably just die in the first <laughs> round or whatever. You just probably pr- procrastinate getting that bunker together. Yeah, they'd be warning us for weeks on <laughs> on the news. <laughs> and I'd be like, it's fine. Kim Jong will change his mind yeah. or whatever. Amazon delivered the bunker and said it's <laughs> in the back. I, babe, I have I to just, just have to unwrap it, it. It's like yeah. four screws. It'll be fine. Don't worry. And then the alert comes. Takes me like a minute. You have four minutes to prepare. Shit. You end up just hiding under the box. <laughs> <laughs> it works better than the bunker itself. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a bunker box. It's yeah. got to contain a bunker. It's a pretty substantial box. <laughs> exactly. Uh, whatever they ship the bunker in is very, very strong. <laughs> Why don't they just make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> uh, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, but the fallout. I'm trying to picture what the world looks like when you come out of the front door of your bunker. What What do you see? Everything is now a hazy red color. Yep. Orangey red. Orangey yeah. red, like the color of. Uh, mutation (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly uh are that is all are all the structures around you gone like is it just flat like if you were to look at the toronto skyline is it no done or what it's like well depends where the nuke actually hits but some like 
at a sufficient radius from the blast, everything is just kind of still standing. But like all the electronics are fried. Yeah. And it would be an e- the, the there's an EMP involved with a nuclear yeah. blast, right? Yeah, so yeah. nothing electronic works. Yeah. At all. And then there's just crazy winds. So at a certain distance it's like just like a tornado came through. Right. But it, it's not flat and everything's orange. And yeah. <laughs> the whole world is orange by default after <laughs> after the nukes. Yeah. So what would I do? I would I think I would immediately go to like the grocery stores nearby like if if I hadn't prepared, which I I'm I'm going for I didn't prepare at all. <laughs> then I need food and like, you know, bottled yeah. water and things. Right. So you go on a supplies run. In, like as soon as, as possible. As soon as possible. Everybody get else all the... is doing the same thing. Like you got to get there early or you're, you're going to die in the struggle to take the grocery store. Okay. But isn't all the food um, irradiated now and not good to eat? I mean, maybe, but I don't have a solution to that. So Okay, so you're just, this is your only option. And <laughs> you're like the first of the people to turn from the poisoned food. If You're going to be like the first ghoul. Yeah, zombie, whatever. Zombie. Whatever it is. I mean, I guess. Um, like, am I being dumb here? Is there a better, is there a way to denuclearize food that I should know about? I don't know. <laughs> exactly i think you have to microwave it (laughs) kills the radiation that sounds right yeah Yeah. Uh, so so i'd raid the grocery store and then i'd immediately come home and start microwaving cans of soup (laughs) yeah metal cans of soup yeah (laughs) burn down what's left of your your house yeah your shelter uh, what would you do though? Like, am I? You, it seems like you think I'm way out in left field, and you have a better idea. Well, my preparedness wouldn't be any better, to be honest. Right. If I had time, I don't know. I th- I think I've thought about some good ideas, but they're not like revolutionary. It's nothing anyone hasn't heard before. Have you watched uh, any of that show? I think it's called Preppers, maybe. Mm, like maybe maybe super late at night but i don't remember yeah it's all just store up water yeah dry out food so you should you you think we should be all be doing that though right like i should well i don't know it'd be smart i don't i'm not sure that i want everybody to do it i want the apocalypse to wipe out a lot of <laughs> the unprepared so right but in it's your a, in your like ideal preparedness world you have a basement full of canned goods and and water and powdered proteins and stuff already uh not a basement it's like there's like a trap door that i have Separate. to pull on like a book <laughs> to reveal Right. Like a sliding closet type, a sliding bookshelf type thing. I feel like... It goes down a long <laughs> metal staircase. Wait, 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 hold on. What? I feel like you didn't take the EMP thing into account and your stupid door, <laughs> hidden door wouldn't work. And then 
And then you'd either die in uh, your shelter or not be able to get into it at all. That's a good point. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, continue. Tell My me smart more. shelter has been disabled <laughs> day one. Siri, open shelter door. <laughs> yeah. What do you think the ideal number of people to share a bunker with is? Like a family unit, like four people, I think. I, any more than that. And you're You'd just... want to share a, a bunker with your family? <laughs> I mean, other than just the number of people? Like, That's a separate question. Who's... You asked how many people, and I, I think four people. I shouldn't have said family unit, because you're right. It's a careful consideration <laughs> yeah. you take in the bunker with you. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go more than 10. I think 10 is too many. Well, I mean, I guess depending on the size of the bunker. Yeah. So you haven't really said what you would do if there was no bunker, like if you didn't prepare at all. Like what would be your first move? Oh, and the and like the bomb was incoming? I'd probably jump in a swimming pool or like hide under a bridge or something. <laughs> okay, so those might work what let's say the bomb already happened and you're like oh like you're waking up or coming out of your shelter and like we said before it's it's all orange okay how do i survive yeah like what do you what do you do um i think my game is to become uh like the artist of the new world like the i like like, because most of the artists will have died yeah. So like it, like the the bar will be significantly lower. <laughs> so you're not making a food run, you're making a uh, paint run. Yeah. I I will st- yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> First chance I get, I hit up all the craft stores while everybody's trying to get food. Yeah. And then they have to come to me for art supplies. And you're literally a starving artist because you didn't get any food. That's or right. Prepare in any way. I'll trade my pastels. <laughs> for some toast or whatever honestly that might like it seems like a dumb idea on the surface but it might it might work because imagine you're in this situation and you come across a guy who painted assuming you could paint at least a little bit like the landscape you'd be like that's that's kind of historical actually like you painted that on day one yeah the first (laughs) the first blown up landscape painting yeah that'll go for a lot of pop caps <laughs> in this new world. I uh, I know that you're making a Fallout reference with pop caps, but yeah. I thought you were going to say pop tarts, and that would be the currency of the new world. Which Either way, <laughs> I'm all for. Totally for that. Your Bitcoin would be worthless, so that sucks. It already is. <laughs> this episode of Super Good Question is brought to you by Skylights. Put glass in your roof; it won't leak. Okay, so this is another question with a, a monetary value. So we have to like, you know, work around that. But one million dollars, <laughs> you get paid a thousand dollars a day, but you have a fifty percent chance each day of randomly sharding. <laughs> Would you do it for the rest of my life? This yeah. could be my whole employment thousand bucks a day i mean if you can live on 52 no three hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars a year um yeah it could be but it's 50 50 that i'll share it's 50 50 that you'll share yeah so half your days are 
I like I think getting ruined by like, yeah a shark. Okay. okay, okay. Well, this is basically like: Would you have a gastric disease for a thousand dollars a day? <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. I I think I'd have to say no. At, really? At fifty fifty, yeah, it's like half your days. And you never know what to, I mean, when I to think, expect it. I think I'm on the S train. Like, <laughs> there's adult diapers, and I never have to work again. I can do whatever I want. I just might have an accident. That's true. You can probably afford like the best. I certainly uh, can. Diapers, thousand dollars a day. Yeah, and like it's better in the winter. Like if you don't have to wear shorts ever, <laughs> I might almost do it. <laughs> So you just move to a cold climate because you can wear your depends underneath your snowsuit and nobody has to know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it would make dating hard, I guess, but I I feel like you would, you would get used to it pretty quickly and divide, like you'd have all sorts of, you'd be wearing a diaper all the time, but yeah. Other than that, like you'd have methods and it's, what about what about days where you sharded like early in the morning and it got out of the way? Like you can only do it once a day, right? Yeah, I mean then your days like clear, you can live like a normal day. That's what I was going to say. Like it seems like the premise of the question is once a day, right? So if you just wear a diaper until it happens and it might not happen and you get used to wearing a diaper and if not, like <laughs> you have to get used to it eventually anyways. Yeah, like you this is going to happen to we're all going to have this 50% <laughs> chance at some point. It might be the last 3 weeks of your life. It might be the last 30 years of your life. So true. Or you could get a disease like tomorrow and it could be your whole life. Exactly. So for me it's it's a pretty easy yes, I would do it. Wow. So I'm surprised I'm surprised that you're Wait, maybe ask me again in like 10 to 15 years when my self uh self-esteem or whatever my shame shame meter is more deadened yeah like when i'm old enough that i care a lot less about my body and have no sucks to give yeah yeah i might i might sign on then all right i'm kind of on the fence about it right now (laughs) i think i could convince you but we'll come back to it in 10 years okay okay